TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Pull up a Bloody Mary, a mimosa, or some prune juice. Does he have some magic in him? Knicks drops back. And get a serving of Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and other hot menu items. Underneath, touchdown, Ducks! Wow! This is Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Oh! Off the upright! And go! And 1080. All these things are true. I wouldn't lie. I, I don't lie to you guys, baby. The Fan. Hour number two, Sports Sunday, 1080. The Fan, Rashad Taylor, Jordan Schultz, and you, listeners out there. Text in 503-864-6326, live on AM radio, the Odyssey app, and you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I also should mention the Vancouver Ford text line. Gotta, uh, gotta start remembering that. In due time. In due time. All texts to the fan are via the Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and get this, Rashad. After the mm. sale, too. All <laughs> usually, three, huh? one. Usually the most important, right? Who well, hates getting sold something and then you can't get a hold of the sales guy and you just they they ghost you, no service. I mean Especially when it's a thirty six thousand dollar something. That's a big deal. Right. Yes. After the sale. Much important. Visit VancouverFord.com. Um, me and Rashad in here, we're talking about, uh, Lil Wayne and all the different things that Wheezy F Baby has stood for, uh, stood for over the years for all the hip hop fans out there. What do you think the hip hop demographic Lil Wayne listening audience is like out there that listens to our show? Oh man. Very small. Very small. <laughs> yeah. I'd say about like 5%, 5%. Yeah, most people are going to church right now. So Wheezy F Baby. Shout out to God. Shout out to God. And the God, F stands up. for Jesus. Um, so summer league, well, uh, I mean, Dame who <laughs> is, is, is that where we're at now? Right. I mean, pretty much. S- I mean, uh, scoot suit, riot, throw back a bottle of beer, uh, uh, boot scoot do- and boogie. We're going we're gonna to keep working on those. I okay. did my best Cartman impression over the weekend. I mean, if it's good, that's, that's <laughs> when I, when I talk scoot Henderson, I feel like I'm Cartman. Get, 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 scoot. Yeah. Uh, scoot was, uh, he was looking pretty good. And then he died and uh, doesn't play anymore. So, I mean, if you would have checked Twitter on, uh, was it Friday, the Summer League game? Yep. Scoot had a uh, great, quote-unquote, first half. He started phenomenal, and then Houston actually kicked up the defense a little bit, and he did not finish well shooting, but did a little bit of everything, and then he left at half with a shoulder injury. That's where I referenced the being dead part, because, um, dear God, as soon as there was reports that he left with a shoulder injury... 
I just pro- maybe I need to be a threadhead like Jordan because uh, maybe uh, threads won't be so reactionary because you would have <laughs> thought that his arm fell off and that he would never play as a blazer as soon as it was announced that he left the game with a shoulder injury. He seems fine. He's not. Yeah, exactly. It's my, like uh, the world is ending. My Plinko disc just went into zero dollar uh, slot, unfortunately. But um yeah, he balled out, dude. Like, I loved what I saw. I think he did a little bit of everything. He even hit a three. People are concerned about his shooting. He had that little mid-range game where he can just kind of pull up off the dribble and create his own. Loved- In the first half, yeah. Yeah, and then he came uh, off the screen on one play, kicked it out to Jabari Walker, nailed a three. So his little uh, reverse up and under layup he mm-hmm. had was silky smooth, a la Bruce Brown in the finals with that one. Um, so I loved what I saw out of him. Uh, it sucked to not see that full game, uh, full sample size, but dude, he definitely caught me off guard. Like it was from the jump. He made a difference for that Blazers team. So I don't know if, you know, how you felt about Rashad, but, uh, again, it's been a tough week and a half. So try to get yourself excited for a kid who's been on the team for basically two weeks. I I get if you're not all there. Remember when Anthony Bennett came out and had a great game in the Summer League? What did I say, Jordan? What did I say before this show? Summer League. Yeah, because we were talking about <laughs> yeah. uh, Victor Wembanyama having a very crappy uh, only nine-point debut, but five well, blocks. He had five blocks and, like, three steals or something like that. Uh, yeah, like, that's, he, so did Sean Bradley when he was in the league. Yeah, a number I'm, one overall pick, I'm that saying, does not make we, it. We, we also, the, we the also, Summer League is a tough. It is, It's but we're not also we're not going to crap on five blocks. Like, that's, but, no, that's, that's impressive. But, but he was struggling. Big. No, no. Well, offensively, he's going to struggle as it's far just, as scoot is concerned he's gonna get bodied um shoulder injury no i think we're good right shoulder the, strain it's i think pretty the, no i think the blazers saw what they needed to see and said man we're we're fine because mind you scoot's been playing in the g league so he's been playing against a lot of these dudes that he's playing against right now and giving them buckets right so we I don't think the Blazers and Joe Cronin need to see him. Like, we, we're good. Like, we're, we're what we need to see is these college guys who've been playing against other 18- and 17-year-olds, well, we, potentially, yeah, we need to over see, the last little bit. We need to see Chris Murray drop 40 points, not yeah. his brother. No, that's if we're being real, that's what we need to see right now. I think everybody's sold on Scoot. If you haven't seen, uh, what's the LeBron <laughs> movie yet? Uh, the, I forget what it's called. Uh, uh, shootout or shoot, something. Shooting Stars. Shooting Stars on yeah, Peacock. He's in that yeah. movie too. So if you can go see him hoop there too, I hear go watch uh, him hoop in the G League where he's already averaged like 19 points a game. Here he's a front runner for an Oscar for his uh, role in that. I mean, Oscar from The Office, because I mean, he was not a great. <laughs> was, Scoot's not a great actor. We're gonna we're gonna need some some My, acting Michael classes Scott's and stuff. Oscar. Yeah, exactly. That's Scott. exactly Although, what's gonna be. I was thinking gonna get that. a Dundee yeah. or something like that, man. <laughs> you know, for for that. But it won't be for for acting. You know, it'll definitely be for basketball. If I had to but, choose in a basketball movie, I'd rather have good basketball as opposed to good acting. Right? Yeah, you gotta I pick mean, one usually. I mean, yeah. That's why Hustle's great. Yeah. Hustle's an actual basketball movie with actual Ooh. basketball players. Yeah. That's what I liked about Shooting Stars. It was an actual basketball movie with guys that can actually hoop. So that's the worst thing about watching a hoop movie and the guys can't play. But we digress. Scoot, but Scoot, in his in quote-unquote, this isn't even his NBA debut. It's like, I mean, he's already kind of no, played. don't pull that card. He's, he's been playing against grown men for the past year. It's so, not his NBA debut, damn it. Not yet. You know what I mean? It's, no, it's, it's not. not. But as far as, as far as like, but this was nothing new for him. This was just another scrimmage for him because he's used to play. I guarantee most of these guys on these 
uh, NBA summer league rosters G already league level talent. They already play for the G League. Yeah. They're already on one of these teams and stuff like that. And so, or they're they're just being drafted. So he's used to playing against this type of talent. So does it shock me that in a quarter he had thirteen? Was it half or a quarter? I think it was a quarter. Right? He had thirteen. First, in first the quarter, half. thirteen. Yeah. No, yeah. he he had Thir- first first quarter thirteen. 13 oh yeah, like, was the second quarter. Thirteen, like yeah. five and six or something like that. He had yeah. in the first thirteen minutes. Yeah, we're good. You don't need to play no more. We uh, get it. We understand. All right, I, I'm. <laughs> Blazers fans are gonna hate me. Jordan doesn't believe that any player drafted ever is gonna. That's ever not be true. Good. <laughs> That's not true. Victor Bum. I'm yeah, talking about Victor bum. and specifically yeah. this. Uh, I've been, still got a lot to prove to me. Big Thompson brother fan over here. Well, I didn't like the Russell Westbrook and uh, Derek Rose comparisons for Scoot Henderson, so I've been kind of trying to go through see if I could find any similar, you know, at least looking players, and I found one that's built just like him and kind of had a similar skill set coming out. The number four overall pick in the 1999 draft, Antonio Daniels. And if you look at Daniels' career, 13-year journeyman, had a couple of good years for the Wizards, played for the Blazers for a year, high flyer. He was someone with the exact same skill set as Scoot Henderson coming out uh, of college at that point. I think he played for Bowling Green, if I remember, or something like that. But anyways, he was a kid that had high-flying ability, really good court awareness, had great passing skills, was quick, was good defensively, but couldn't quite put the shooting touch together. So, And that's what we saw, a 13-year journeyman career from somebody like that. If Scoot can't put the shooting touch together... It looks a lot like him. There's a lot of high-flying dunks that excite everybody, but I went back. You can find a pretty—it's like a five, six-minute Antonio Daniels highlight package on YouTube from like 10, 15 years ago. It's a lot of high-flying dunks. So I'm I'm a little nervous. I'm not sold like everybody else is yet. I'm not sold. Well, uh, it's a good thing that the Blazers didn't draft Antonio Daniels, that's for sure. No, they traded for him one year, though. No, because uh, they probably got, uh, got him for a— uh, a ham sandwich, because you're right. He did not have a great career, but Jordan, damn you. Just have nice things. I understand you're a Mariners fan and the Blazers fan, so you've been hurt many times over. Listen, I am a uh, post-90s run Cowboys fan, okay? I don't remember anything from their run in the mid-90s. I was a baby. I'm a Blazers fan. I'm an Orioles fan. I'm finally getting to enjoy some success there. I've been hurt, too. Just take a number three overall pick and see that the trend of no number three overall picks are it's usually good. All right. It, we'll it okay. would if I'm me. wrong, I will be the first one to eat crow. Okay. It would shock it's a good me. thing it's... to be wrong on. And I, I mean, you want to be wrong on saying that the number three picks is uh, going to be Antonio Daniels. <laughs> Please be wrong. It would shock me if in some way he wasn't an all-star player. I think Scoot Henderson is going to be an all-star. I, I really do. I mean, I, I honestly... Guys coming out of the G League, and then when they get the like, you've already got a head start because you're playing against uh, grownups, more polished grownups that have been that are used to playing an NBA style of basketball. And in that one year, he was able to show how good he really, really was. So, man, and, hey, hey. Also, um, let's be real. It's the benefits of being a professional. You know, understanding travel and being, you know, this is where you see some guys going in that G League route because you're working in right technically in Jordan. I know you're being uh, facetious in that the the NBA debut that he had. Or was that Rashad? Who said no, that, that was did? Rashad? Yeah. And I, I did want to add that the Trailblazers even sent a tweet out like, oh, Scoot Henderson's first bucket is a Trailblazer. And it's like, it, it's Summer League. His first bucket of a Trailblazer. Yeah. Will be the regular season game one. With that Stop being it. said, though, is that, yeah, it's he hasn't played his first NBA game, but he has been in the NBA system now yeah. for two-plus years and being with 
guys that are good enough to be hired by the G League Ignite to be trainers and uh, coaches, to be and, coaches yeah. and doctors and to be part of that. Because that's what they're doing. The G League Ignite is trying to make it a showcase team that they can play against the best team in France and play against it. So that way... They then have the best talent, best coaches, and that is essentially kind of like their AAU-style team there. And so when you're in that environment, I feel like that breeds that professionalism. Like, hey, this is a job. This is business. You're getting paid. And so he's you're coming into the league with a step up on guys just in that aspect alone. Yep. I think one of the biggest problems with uh, young talent and players coming into the league is – uh, off the court. I mean, how do you handle do you, being a professional? New money. You know? money. A lot of these kids, like, NILs change a lot of stuff. And I know we have to break. NILs change a lot of stuff. So now you got some of these kids that are going to know more what it's like to have money as they get there. But up until recently, like, getting a per diem, that's one of those NBA things, yeah. NFL things that you don't really, are, that we're not, we don't talk about enough. Things like a $1,400 per diem, mm-hmm. something stupid like that. It's like, man, that's per 41 times a year. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, to just reference something real quick, yeah, and then we'll break, is that I was playing golf last week with some guys, and one of them was uh, close to uh, Adley Rutschman's family and knew the grandpa, and they're all Linfield guys, or you know, so they're familiar with him. And then he was saying that, you know, that word is, is that Adley is, while he's having a great year and enjoying this, that he really needs this all-star break, and mm-hmm. he's tired. And now, granted, he said that, and then Adley agreed to do the All Star, uh, the home run derby. So I was like, oh, okay, how tired is he? But again, that's something. It's like, dude, you're going from in college baseball, what, fifty, sixty games to one sixty two. You're going from NFL or college football from 10, 11, 12, 13 to seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. If you make the playoffs, and then the NBA, your game totals going from thirty, forty to. 82 lemon pepper lou made a great point on the n1 documentary when they asked if n1 players could play in the nba and he was like man hell no no no." (laughs) but he said man we're professional basketball players that means we play basketball on days that we don't want to play basketball yeah like that's the job like and so whether i mean there's some of these days where you are just not going to want to get on the bus off the plane any of that stuff but you have to do it and that's the part of being a professional that he's already kind of been learning now yeah all right we're gonna take a break because uh i want to talk some more nba basketball but want to talk about the number one number two overall pick because they matched up the other night um and we'll see how uh, much we dive into miss spears here in the next segment we got a lot to talk to uh talk about rather in this uh final hour so please stay with us text line 503-864-6326 vancouver ford text line sports sunday 1080 the fan tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Dude, Prime Britney, I mean, what a star. What a star, yeah. What a star. What talent. I mean, uh, that somewhere deep in uh, the rafters of my garage in Sherwood, there are some home videos of... Where's, uh, where's this going? My sister okay. lip-syncing okay. Britney Spears. And the camera work was just perfect. I mean, some of the best camera work you'll see on those handheld uh, home video cameras. I'm going to admit here and now that... Yes. Oh, boy. Is killing me. Um, <laughs> that I had Britney posters all over my room. Oh! I mean constant like it was literally i like five six or seven of them covered five covered my wall. six seven of multiple them. britney spears posters i had a couple rock posters that's all i had no and i um i think we all know what i was doing in my room yeah jordan keeps asking for posters and to hang <laughs> so them many di- hard socks around <laughs> and, what the hell and to hang them directly <laughs> above his bed on the ceiling this yeah. is uh, strange you should go talk to jordan <laughs> Why is there a hole in... Uh, okay. Oh, Stop right. it. Sunday morning. Come on, Joe. Seriously, guys. Thankfully, all the kids are at church still, I hope, anyways. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. usually when services happen. Um, dude, we should get... We should make, like, some sort of, like, gospel segment. Like, uh, get, like, a uh, choir in the background and have you or I or Jordan just... And I condemn thee! Yeah. Damn them blazes! Man, no. We sh- <laughs> amen. Spike them to hell! You got it. You can do that part. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You, you got that vibe already. You, it's funny. I'm usually the angry screamer, but you you just fit that bill perfectly right there, brother. Uh, we should get the organs and then basically just get a Stephen A. Smith rant to play oh, over please it. Please no. It's blasphemous. It's please no. I'm appalled. Just use every big word in the dictionary that you don't understand. <laughs> Superfalifilus. Use it as wrong as you possibly can. Supercalifragilis and expiala. The Blazers should take Greg Oden. Yeah, we should have done that. Let's not, you know. No, they should have. That's how you built teams still at the time. Well, let's hope that the Spurs took Greg Oden 2.0 and Vector Wemba Nyama because the Blazers were one number away from taking him. I think that's always going to hang in the lore of uh, Victor Wembanyama if he turns into an amazing player is that you know the Blazers were one number in that draft lottery away right and, the, and if he stinks and, they yeah. were one number away from <laughs> exactly. drafting yeah. a bust uh but there was some uh Wembanyama NBA basketball the other day he played basketball in a Spurs uniform and he went up against uh Brandon Miller in the Charlotte Hornets I don't know how Miller did. I only saw his one highlight where he put uh, Victor on absolute skates and then smacked him in the throat or wherever it was. I think that was Victor just getting all mixed up and his gangling arms hitting himself. I mean, he Britney Spears himself. He got posterized by Kai he hit Jones, himself. too. Oh, that's Posted. right. I did see that. Um, but Victor Wimiyama, what? He was like two for 13 and nine points, five blocks, three steals, which is insane in itself in a poor performance. That's what he's doing. Um but I, I didn't watch it, I'll be honest. I watched the Blazers, and then I immediately went and hit a bucket of balls after the Blazers game because right now, while Victor needs to work on his game, Fisher needs to work on his golf game, okay? I'm probably hitting another bucket today. It needs to happen. But I don't know. What do you guys see? It seemed, from what I heard, 
that they kind of play the Spurs played him in a way that he shouldn't be played, like guarding Brandon Miller one on one in like ISO situations, and then basically just throwing him the ball out on the wing and saying, "All right, create, bud," which he can do. But when everybody's watching you in the stadium, like. I don't know. It just seemed from what I heard that they didn't really, the game didn't do justice to his skill set, which could be also justifying. And maybe this is the beginning of the process of, well, maybe you only can do these things so good. Well, it's been told this entire time he can do everything, right? So now are we starting to start this process of, well, you want him more as a pick and pop guy. You want him to not guard on the wing. I saw you want him more as help defense near near the paint. So I don't know. I don't know if it's a overreaction after one summer league game. If we're going to do that here. But uh, the text line, they say, I'm down for some hot Wemby overreactions. He didn't look nearly as big as I thought he would. Here we go, Rashad. I mean, yeah, I, I, it could be a lot of that stuff. Number one, we know the Spurs system, which LaMarcus – had an issue playing with. Remember that. Like, he got there and was like, this isn't what I wanted. I wanted to get more back-to-the-basket stuff, kind of, you know, be able to, or excuse me, I want you to kind of pull away from the basket so I can do my thing as a big, you know, take you off the dribble, pull up for that for that jumper. So we know it can be difficult for some guys to come into this San Antonio system and, and thrive like that, right? So off top. I mean, he was still able, like you said, in a bad game, he got nine points, when everybody is coming for him, he got three steals. He did get dropped at a point, and then he got five blocks out of it. I think the scoring will come. So uh, Victor has not played in the G League. You know, he's been playing, you know, in France for the, the, the longest time. And so, like, his – we already know the game from overseas, it's a, it's a little different, right? You have to learn how to play an American game. It took Dirk a year. It took Jokic a couple years, you know, to for him to really be able to. There to, was a question between him and Yusuf yeah, Nurkic. Like, oh, yeah, we got to figure out what we do between him, him and this Bosnian guy, you know. So I think outside of Hakeem Olajuwon, there have been very few players. And he played Shaq, at Houston. Dwight and he Howard. played at Houston, you know, for as far as an overseas guy. So outside of him, like, it takes a while to understand how to play the American style of basketball, which is more physical, which is more in your face, which for him is probably going to be more back to the basket than he's used to considering his size and everything. So I think we're going to have to give him some time. We see a lot of that stuff is there, right? We see that he can dribble. We see that he can he can shoot a little bit, at least what, we, what we've seen from his highlights. He's tall enough that he doesn't need to jump when he dunks. So there's certain things that he won't need to really spend a lot of time working on where he's going to have to improve is he's going to need to get stronger, which we know is going to happen with some time in the weight room and some other things. He's going to need to really work on knocking down that that jump shot consistently. He's been shooting the ball well. I think he'll be fine. Again, possibly a generational talent at six foot seven or seven foot six or whatever he is, seven foot five, long wingspan, big ass feet. You know, to like he's <laughs> he's. I mean, barring an injury, I think he'll be fine. Well, you know, I think it's going to take him some time to really learn. Luca is probably the one guy that came from overseas that didn't struggle with learning the NBA game. He got there and was like, I can do, wait a minute, I can do all this now? All this is legal. Please. Buckets so, now. Yeah. So, so without overreacting, while obviously overreacting <laughs> and being emotional here, 
I hear what you guys are saying. However, we are talking about the number one overall pick. If we were talking about, you know, somebody that we're taking later in the first round here, this skill set is is actually there, but the shooting, you know, the 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 body's not quite there yet. That that's a project. That's not somebody that is the number one overall pick, which usually is closer to NBA ready than this. I get it. It's one summer league game. The feel for passes was there. He's 7-5, so of course he's going to block shots. I knew that was going to happen. I wanted to see, you know, this really crazy offensive game and how he affects the game almost every single play like people are talking about. And if he's the number one overall pick, that potential should be there from, like, the first quarter. We saw a much better game from Scoot Henderson coming in with that G League experience than we did with Victor Wembanyama. So... I'm pretty concerned. This is the number one overall pick we're talking about I'm here. Really not this ain't ask, some late 20s guy. I'm, I'm, I'm not as concerned just for the simple fact that he didn't go to Charlotte or he didn't go to some team that's just about getting buckets. He went to the one team. He went to the New England Patriots of basketball. It's a fair point. He went to Greg Popovich. You don't just come to the Patriots. Ask Ocho Cinco. Ask Randy Moss. Ocho Cinco changed his name back to Chad Johnson once he got to New England. We're not going for the games. You're going to do it our way. Or you're not going to do it at all. Kawhi Leonard, they were like, uh, your injury's taking too long for us and we need you to do it the San Antonio way because Tim Duncan would have played through it. These guys would have played through it. There's a certain way of doing things in San Antonio. And, you know, honestly, I just think it's going to take him some time. I don't know, I don't know if he's going to get every shot because that's not just not the way Greg Popovich's offenses work. Joe, to uh, your point, he actually asked apparently to guard Brandon Miller, is what I was seeing. Uh, so so that's kind of why maybe he, had he was three a steals, off. So apparently he can guard somebody. And let's also keep in mind, like, Brandon Miller, uh, I'm reading it here, he had 15 fouls and 10 turnovers in his two games at the California Classic Ooh. Summer League. And then also in this game against uh, Wimbenyama, um Oh, okay, those were the 15. Okay, I thought that was 15 points and 10 turnovers in that game. But he had 16 points, 11 rebounds, three steals, while turning over just twice in the game against the Spurs in the Vegas Summer League. so yeah, He only uh, shot like 33%, too. Yeah, Let's point that out. Better showing, uh, but he did struggle shooting the ball. He went 5 or five of 60. So really, like, the top three guys, none of them shot particularly well in their first Vegas Summer League games. Uh, and uh, the schedule today, uh, you can see Brandon Miller and the Hornets take on the Lakers at 1 o'clock on ESPN2. Uh, you can see the Blazers and the Spurs take on each other at 5 o'clock on ESPN2. If you are a degenerate, Spurs are a three-point favorite over-under at 183. From what I understand, uh, the over-unders might uh, the overs might be the play in uh, G League. What was uh, Taking the advice of one noted gambling expert, Andy Dirt Johnson. See, what was the over, though, on the Spurs-Hornets game? Because that was only 76-68 final. Oh, I feel like see. that was exceptionally yeah. low scoring. Yeah, so as soon as go. Dirt gives me... You know, this, oh, guaranteed advice, I'm going to take it, and I'm going to get screwed. It's a lock. Call my number. 188. I'm telling you, it's a winner. Colin, Colin, I got betting picks. Give me a call. Oh, so you're, 800. you're going McIntyre there, yeah. I'm going a generic Vegas gambling guy call my number. Oh, yeah, from have, like 87. I have the recorded voicemail for you with my three picks, automatic winners. Take them. We all we all know how that works, right? Can can we just take like ten seconds to so they 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 pick one winner for each side of your callers here. So say the Rams are playing the Chargers, half the callers get the Rams, half the callers get the Chargers. Then the next week he picks another game, gives half those teams half those picks to one group, 
half the picks to the other, and you just get each, you know, by by the fifth or sixth week, each time that that guy thinks that he's won five or six times in a row, oh, this guy's a massive, you know, he's a savant. He, he's got all kinds of massive advantages, and then you pay him ten grand, and then you get nothing. That's, well, like, Rashad that's, knows that's all about works. this. That's what he did in Vegas for five, six years. He was that guy. Yes. You were the bookie, or you were the uh, you were the uh, call me now guy. Whatever yes. you need, man. That was I can be both. <laughs> I can be both. You, uh, and if you if you need something else, man, I, I got you. I can find it. You I check in. It you. you check into Vegas. You check in with Rashad. You check in with me first. He's that guy. Let Wait, like Shawshank Redemption. You're the man that knows how to get things, kind of guy. Uh, absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah. If you don't check in with Rashad when you come into Vegas, uh, big big problems. Big problems. You don't want those. Uh, Jay Prince status over here. All right, we got uh, two more segments. Oh boy, we're against it. First, Jordan Schultz, Sports Center update. Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. Okay. Uh, you know what I realized tonight, fellas, or tonight, this week, rather, is we have less than two months until college football. Is, is that, that crazy? Right? That's crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, literally next month is August. And then the month after that, believe it or not, is September. And so if you look at a calendar and how uh, things fall in the calendar, college football, yeah, starting in less than two months. We'll have our week zero in the week before Labor Day, so... I mean, August 20-something, rather, 27th or 8th, we'll be getting our first games. Get my Bo Nix fix. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, that's why I bring it up is because, you know, I can't wait to watch the Ducks and the Beavers and all these Pac-12 teams on on what what channel? Where do we, where do we watch this now? Wait, where again? Yeah, I, uh, no, that's no, that's a that's a real question now. That no, we're like not a couple months away. Like, where the hell do we watch the games? <laughs> you know, what's a pretty big part of our job. Well, like, uh, well, what's funny about this Rashad is that I remember like two months ago, maybe maybe less than that a month ago. I was like, oh, you know what? We need to have a uh, segment on Sports Sunday about like, hey, we're this close to the season, and we still don't have a TV deal figured out. Because I do hear the, you know, dirt and spray Monday through Friday guys mention it, talking about it from time to time. But I'm just like, hey, you know what? Like, let's. We still got a lot of time before the season starts. But as I mentioned, we are less than two months away. Mm. Weeks, mere weeks away from the season. And there hasn't been a peep. Like, hasn't been a word out of anything in the Pac-12 from anyone about where this has gone. I mean, hell, it was what? It was Apple TV and Ion and the CW. And now it's just like... uh the CW. The, the crickets is what we got. Ion. Literally, I don't even have Ion. Like what? Is, Ion is like Fox 12 plus. Yeah, no, I think like we that, all right? have Ion with like the antenna. We got to, yeah. It's like a free what, what over the air channel. I feel like this, uh, I feel like that's uh, the, the Fisher uh, tagline going forward. What, what are we doing? What It's 2023. We have all these options and we're going Ion and CW. We're going the live golf route for God's sakes. I'm just. I mean, I don't even know where to find Ion on like a a normal like. It's made up. I'm convinced. I'm. I'm no, convinced. No, I thought you only had Ion <laughs> when you didn't have cable. I I'm thought just Ion s- was one of those channels that you have. Like seriously, when your cable cuts off and you get the little antennas or whatever to plug onto your TV, which I, I, hopefully some people out there 
have been there before. Maybe oh, I haven't been there. Hey, but. My mom's old place. We rocked it. Had to throw some aluminum foil on the ends, you oh know, get gosh. that little bit. Yeah, but that's the reception. only time I've seen Ion is when I was looking for something to watch. And usually it's like CSI and like Family Feud Just and stuff like that on those, on those channels. I I mean, I I really can't believe that we've gotten to this point. That well, I can, you know. Again, it, it, I've come to realize as I've gotten older that these people running these conferences and leagues, and you know, they're pretty smart, but they're also pretty dumb. And it's like, how have we not? How have we not figured this out? How how have we gotten to this point? Are they smart? Again, that's where I kind of go back to Larry Scott. Like, the dude just knew tennis really well. That's basically what he ran, I think, what is it, the ATP or something like that? Or he he did something in tennis and did a good job with the tennis channel or something. I don't know. And that's essentially how he climbed up the ranks of being this nepotism media savant. Um, All these guys, they they know each other. It's like if you and I were like in the realm of running television channels, Joe, you'd be running one, I'd be running another, and then Rashad would be running one, and then if we lost our job, another one would hire us back up. It's just this, it's this group of good old boys and ladies that are just stuck at the top. They don't they don't know how to do business for the actual fan. They're doing yeah. business for themselves. And he actually was a professional tennis player, uh, reached a career-high singles ranking of 210th. Oh. And a doubles big. ranking of 69. Well, that world. qualifies him to run a conference, uh-huh. doesn't it, you guys? 69, man. Come he uh, also, <laughs> 69 in doubles. He had won one doubles title in his career. Congrats, Larry Scott. So, the, yeah, again, he was a tennis dude. He was a, a Women's Tennis Association chairman and CEO. And then that's what got him the Pac-12 job. I mean, that, you know, that 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 checks out. So, hey, bro, the good job being good at tennis and being able to run that. Here's an entire athletic conference of schools and colleges and multiple teams and oh yeah, big tennis guy. Yeah. By the way, you better know football really well because that's you know the biggest money maker in all sports. Oh, you've been playing tennis your whole life. Okay, that doesn't the work well. Yeah. It's just uh, channel twenty two with rabbit ears is you what know, we're getting on the I, text I line. I think I think more than anything is yep with the rabbit ears. There you go. Um, but I think more than anything, it's about hiring smart people to do the job. Hiring people that understand me what television deals look like. You know, especially now that you're dealing more and more in revenue, you should get people that are in that business to be able to, you know, be the commissioners and stuff like that that, that can understand or at least hire hire a staff of people that know what they're doing in between there. It doesn't sound like the Pac twelve has really been great about I'm figuring out being like, like I'm I'm joking about me being in there because I'm sure if I got sat down at the table, I would be able to just like, you know, be like, you know what? I'm good too. Somebody else can handle this, but you're right, dude. It's like we got George Klyovkov and we thought that he was going to be able to, but I think he kind of walked into it and was like, dude, this is an effing mess and I'll try and save face here and polish this turd as best as I can. But I think he's, he was uh kind of almost like Joe Cronin cleaning up after Neil <laughs> O'Shea in a sense. Like, dude, this thing is too far gone. You got to Hey, we need new real estate. We need right. to sell all these channels. We need to do this. Like, we're effed. And I think he only has a couple of years before he's like, you know what? I think I'm good. <laughs> Essentially, at this point, if the Pac-12 can't get a, a deal done with somebody, they're going to have to go, like, direct to consumer, which would be disastrous for their profit margins. I mean, the, the conference is already dying. 
I get it, but that's kind of the latest that I've heard. This like is the conference network going to go to direct to consumer, which then you'll pay what you know nineteen ninety nine a month, twenty nine ninety nine a month, or whatever they decide for for the access to Pac twelve games. That would be a disaster. So no, thank you. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, no yeah. way. Uh, again, here we are. Uh, seven nine. When is Oregon take on? Uh... Who's their first game? Portland State, I believe. They take on the the mighty Vikes of Portland State. Thank God they start with a Patsy to start the year. I think that is <laughs> September 1st. <laughs> they need a little tune-up game. Yeah, I think that's September 1st, though. Uh, September 2nd, rather, is the first one. So, yeah, I mean, we have essentially seven to eight weeks to figure out a TV home, Pac-12. Well, I will say this. this sucks. It does suck because this is also the angle. I know we got to go. Is that everybody loves to watch a train wreck. So how are we not putting this train wreck of a Pac-12 season where, I mean, heads will fly. Quarterbacks are great. Teams are going to lose left and right when they can't afford a loss. You got Oregon State, Washington, USC, UCLA, Oregon. I mean, it's going to be Utah. We always forget the back-to-back Pac-12 Dude, like, this is going to be an absolute mess of a year. And I would think that someone, some Fox, ESPN, give them, give them a one-year deal. Something that's uh, worth it. And just don't put them all at 7, 730, please. please. I just can't believe nobody has been able to figure out how to put together a regional sports network in this part of the country. Because they do it very well over in the Northeast with Nesson and Yes. They, they have figured out the model. And we tried it with Comcast Sportsnet. We failed here. Tried it with the Pac-12 network. We failed 12 hours of volleyball game reruns. Get some talent in there. Get some actual content. You yeah. could have kept viewers. They, it's just they missed the train, and it's, it's, it just boggles my there's mind. There's much worse things that I could watch than volleyball reruns. I will uh, attest to that. Yeah. Well, you're not wrong. They've got great <laughs> I, I, yeah, volleyball. Then great gymnastics. jerseys, best jerseys. Yeah. In yes, yes. Just the bottom part. All right, all right. We're we're wrap creeps. up. Jeez, what? What are we talk? What? No. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. Last segment, Sports Sunday. To any of the fan. Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. All right. So um, I see some services, some streaming services that could be up for grabs for the Pac-12. Clary and Avidi are a a, a couple of them. Who? Um, Those are actually streaming names that are available domains. So if you want those, you can have them. They're actually not real at all. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Do you want Channel Brick? Start a business. Channelbrick.com? Get bricked up at Channelbrick.com. Hmm? I don't know what Channel Brick is. That's a, that's a terrible How does name. that encourage people to go watch What about Channel Lou or Begin Stream? These are all available uh, names that you could purchase at namestation.com for your streaming service. Maybe the Pac-12 just needs to do that. Maybe, listen... Pac-12 just needs to create their own network with their own channels where they can stream and put on... Oh, crap. Wait, they they already did that. Uh, they might have tried that already. Damn it. Didn't work very well. Well, all right. I guess uh, they're screwed. And uh, <laughs> as the text line, uh, Vancouver Ford text line says, watch the Pac-12 end up at ESPN after all of this nonsense. Watch yeah, it I end mean, up on YouTube. I know that or some of their... end up on like where all the stuff is going to prime. And mind you, yep. the Blazers have shown that... You can sign just a, an exclusive deal with someone, and people will still watch you. You can sign an exclusive deal with Comcast Sportsnet. You can or Northwest. You can sign an exclusive deal with, uh, um, who were they? Root Sports or whatever. 
why not the Pac-12 just saying, man, we're only going to be on YouTube. We're only going to be on or YouTube TV. That's a thing now, right? Because I think YouTube yes, TV, sir. I think yeah. Google is even like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> They're so, like we did. We just paid for Sunday ticket. We can't afford anything else. Yeah. So there's there's you know there's Google. Yeah. So they're probably like I'm good. But that doesn't mean that Hulu isn't still interested. That doesn't mean that Tubi <laughs> is isn't you know interested. Like I think there are other platforms that would love to have the Oregon Ducks at least USC and uh, and UCLA for a year at least or uh, you know whenever they get ready to make that change. So yeah, I mean I think there's still some valuable real estate here in the Pac-12. At least for now. So, Ooh, how about this? Uh, week three, we're gonna get Washington at Michigan State on the cock, peacock, baby. There you go. Yeah, they've stepped up their programming. Not only do they have a bunch of baseball stuff now, but uh, this added college football coverage, and of course, they already had the Sunday night stuff. And, but they are charging. That. They have WWE. <sighs> they this do have that, thing. but they are charging now. I had a, a deal expire where I, I have Comcast or Xfinity, whatever you want to call it, but for just having their internet, I got Peacock for free. Comfinity, how about that? Yeah, yeah exactly. Until the end of June, uh, when they Com-finity. decided to end that, so I actually had to go pay for the cock, unfortunately. Yeah, sometimes you got to pay for the cock and uh you know it, it's worth it though Ooh, text line vancouver text line stream it on pornhub i mean you want to stand out from, uh, uh from the that's how you market right there if, yeah from the rest of the league the rest of the nation i mean d- dear Isn't god pornhub being blocked in like four or five different states right yeah, now actually, so i'm not sure that yeah you're... i'm pretty sure utah actually is one of them so no, yeah there there's, goes the Utes. <laughs> there's a few Dang in the it. south too so yeah no more utah imagine uh, the imagine the captions stuff. on those streams <laughs> Ducks absolutely smash Trojans in all caps. Pornhub.com. <laughs> I like it. C11 Ducks absolutely take on a full team of tall white Trojans. Okay. All right. Now we're getting too deep. Oh, well, hey, there's text line. All right. Um, what I do hate about like streaming services nowadays, this is what happened the other night. I'm not even kidding. I'm trying to find a movie to watch, and I mean, Tell me if you've been here. You go to Netflix, you go to Hulu, you go to The Cock, you go to Paramount Plus, mm-hmm. you go to Prime, you go to all of them. There's too many options. And I, I'm like, sweet, okay, I have built my list. All right, I knew I wanted to watch that movie, but wait, which one was that on? Oh, was that on Max? Let me go over to that one. All right, the app's loading up. Go to my list. Oh, crap. Okay, it's not on that one. All right, let me check Hulu. Oh, it's not on that. I don't have, I need a app to tell me where everything is on every single streaming service and i need that for live tv because i know like you guys are saying like peacock has live sports sometimes hulu has it sometimes um prime has obviously thursday night football so i need somewhere just one app where i can say boom it's on this streaming service click it takes me to hulu or wherever loads it up bam ready to go Rather than jumping through the six different apps to figure out so, who has the rights to it this week. So I have tons of like, you know, Roku TVs, which I know Joe is like, ugh, yuck, how could you have something as as terrible as that? I love um, Roku. You're a jerk, Joe. Yeah, but you know, he's he's a video only guy, you know. So he's like he's still I am not to sell affiliated for them at Yes, anymore. you are still. You're still trying I will to, sell whatever makes me well, mention money. the TV. Oh man, I'm gonna go buy this Apple TV. Screw that TV. You need to get something but, more like, okay, yeah. Joe, never mind. I am no longer loyal to anything. But I have this nice little Roku app, right? And so when I'm looking for a movie that I, instead of going through every single app, I can just type in like I don't know, 
the Lost Boys, and then it'll tell me which apps it's on and which ones it's free. You know, so there's if it's on Paramount or whatever one that I already have, cool, go to that one for free. Or it's on Vudu, which I don't have because I'm not paying for it. Yeah, that one costs three ninety nine. So. Yeah, Roku has a good system where it just lists all of them. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, that's that's a that's definitely a thing. Yeah, text line is saying Roku does that in the search. Apple TV does all of this. Oh, damn it. Yeah, Joe, yeah. you're kind Seriously. of. It's, it's funny that you're you've been selling TVs, but you're kind of behind the times. Pull on it this. up right here on my phone. Yeah. Type in whatever I want to see. Boom, it pops up there. Well, yep, it, I want, and then I can use my phone. Okay, yep, I feel like we're one. talking about two different things Boom. here. Is If there is a certain movie, yeah, I can just Google it and it will tell me it's on Paramount Plus. There you go. But if I have my list of things that I built out saying I want to watch this on Netflix at some point, these things on Hulu, I need all of that somewhere to say, Joe, here's your list that you built for all of your streaming services. You need services. your own TiVo. Yeah, okay, you, you know, Prime like... kind of does that a little bit if you bought, like, I know that on Prime I can get Paramount Plus or some other, like, uh, premium, you know, HBO Showtime type of services. And on the Prime map, without having to go into those apps, it'll show you all your stuff. So that's kind of half what you're talking about, but I don't think anybody's quite come up I'm with not, that full array that yet. you're asking Maybe for. Maybe you yet. should be the one to come up with it. Yeah, dude, you, you could just leave us all in the dust, you make know, millions. Who I need to call for this, whoever is running the Women's Tennis Association right now, because we've seen the track record of how well they are at yeah, running yeah. Uh, sports leagues uh, and media leagues, you know. Yeah, I think that's the call here. Uh, text line says, I'm an old man yelling at clouds today. I don't believe so, all right? I've just, I was gone last week, all right? I'm angry. We're all angry. We're upset. I'm not mad. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm you're not because I'm pissed. I'm good, man. Like I said, I love the Blazers way more than I love Dane. I, so, I think this is a, a larger thing. Like, the golf game has not been good. All right. It's gone off the rails, and I think that it's, uh, you know, when you are angry at something, you take it out on everybody else. So not going to the All-Star game on Tuesday, and I had a small chance. So, yeah, I'm in my feelings about a lot of Damn things. those streaming services. All right, I'm going to go hit a bucket. I'm going to try and fix some things. Putting needs a lot of work. It, everything needs work. So I hope you guys have a good Sunday, Rashad. Thank you, sir. Jordan, I hope you have a good Sunday. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Rashad. Love you guys. My and everybody guy, out there listening, catch you next Sunday. And uh, you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thanks for listening. Sports Sunday, Tanny the Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.